Cossacks, I could hear my immigrant grandparents crying. And David Lodge's acerbic analysis in Ginger Your Barmy, informed by his own practical experience. I soon found out that this is a somewhat partial and prejudiced point of view. Many of the men, whose recollections of their days in uniform during national service form the main part of this book, did not share that possibly too cynical attitude. For many of them, national service represented an escape from the inevitable drudgery of manual labour and the opening of new horizons. For these people, national service was their gap year, and what they experienced in the army or the RAF changed their lives, usually for the better. Norman McCord, formerly Professor of History at Newcastle University and still living in Cullercoats on the northeast coast near Tynemouth, looked at me sharply when the audio cassette clicked off after the first 45 minutes of our conversation. "'You can throw that thing away,' he said caustically. "'Why?' I asked with evident surprise. "'You're leading the witness,' he replied critically. "'You're asking me questions designed to produce evidence of conflict. "'It is both unethical and unhistorical.' I suddenly felt like I, too, was eighteen again, not as a national serviceman, being screamed at by a sadistic corporal for being too slow getting down from the three-ton lorry that brought me from the railway station to the camp, but as an undergraduate, back in a tutorial, having submitted a palpably underprepared essay after too many play rehearsals and football matches, I defended myself stoutly. I'm asking the same questions of everyone. I'm not looking to change your answers or transcribe the tapes in such a way as to make your positive experience of national service any less positive. If I ask you, were there any problems, you are perfectly entitled to reply, no, I loved everything about it, and I will record that in a faithful Boswellian manner. He seemed only partially appeased but I realised on the drive home that actually Norman was hugely enjoying my temporary discomfiture, because it must surely have reminded him of his old tutorial self, and I hope it made him feel twenty years younger. I also hope he, and indeed all its readers, will feel that Norman's entertaining account paints a picture of national service entirely consistent with his evident enjoyment of his time in the RAF, I hope, too, that all my respondents will feel I have given a scrupulously fair representation of what they said. All the tapes have obviously been edited to a greater or lesser degree, which, by Norman's exacting standard, renders them therefore useless as objective oral history. However, I have spent most of my life writing dialogue for film and television drama, and I am always conscious that what people actually say in ordinary conversations is frequently dull, banal and rambling. If dramatists really wrote dialogue the way people speak, it would be unbearably tedious. Drama, said Alfred Hitchcock quite rightly, is life with the dull bits cut out. You only have to sit next to someone on public transport, using a mobile phone, to realise that many sentences in a conversation ramble pointlessly up hill and down dale, frequently ending in a ditch full of brown water, chocolate bar wrappers, 
and discarded cans of lager. This book is full of different kinds of conversation, but in editing them, creating sentences where none existed, incorporating my questions into what appears to be their stream of consciousness, I have, at all times, felt acutely aware of my responsibility to present all the men honestly and accurately. This is, of course, based on the assumption that the recollections themselves are accurate. How many of us can remember where we were, what we were doing, and precisely what we felt six months ago, let alone fifty years ago? Although as the ageing process gathers pace, many people find the times of their youth shining ever more brightly. In the memory, these men are recalling events from more than half a century ago, and we should approach their accounts as memories that are honestly recalled.